welcome back to Pessimist and Pessimist and Optimist. Yeah, okay, I still don't remember. We're on our ninth episode, like twelfth time recording an episode. Still not, still not familiar. Um, if you are unaware, this is a weekly podcast where we, at this point, pretty much only read plays and analyze them. Currently, we are reading Much Ado About Nothing by Shakespeare, and we are planning on trying to understand Shakespearean insults today. Then we're going to read and analyze scenes two and three from act two. And then for the outro, I was thinking we could play Don't Get Me Started about Romeo and Juliet. But like, the thing is, it was you playing Don't Get Me Started. And you don't, you don't really talk, Trip. Hi, I'm Michael. I'm joined by my brother, William. If this is your first episode, he doesn't talk a lot, so I'd, I'd be interested in seeing how... Can you just speak so they know that you're... Come on, just say something. Hello. Oh, and you could hear your sound effects at the beginning of the episode. I'm gonna make sure to keep that in there. Keep that in there. So, all right. Do, do we have to say anything else? It's an intro. <laughs> okay. I feel like at this point it's pretty much tradition to read the wiki Wikipedia page about everything we talk about. I have no idea where they originated from. I just remember that every English teacher is obsessed with well obviously Shakespeare, but like I don't understand what the significance of them are. And every English teacher is like obsessed and I don't understand, so yeah. Um, because my brother's taking a moment, if you do not know what Don't Get Me Started is, it's a game where pretty much you say, don't get me started about a topic assigned by another player, and then you try and talk about this one topic for as long as possible. Then the other player tries to talk about that topic for as long as possible without stopping, and whoever talks longer wins. So, I think my, like, high score was talking about, like, school glue for 37 minutes, so. An insult is an expression or statement, or sometimes behavior, which is disrespectful or scornful. Insults may be intentional or accidental. An insult may be factual, but at the same time pejorative, such as the word inbred. Ooh! Oh, why? I'm not sure how I feel about my reaction to that. Okay, we're looking at a list of words. Should we, like, get a die? Like, you have, like, your 20-sided die, and we just roll them until we, like... Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, sure. Okay, I will talk until then. Um... uh, That was kind of violent. Um... Jeez, Trip. Oh my god! You terrify me. Why on earth do you do this? Okay, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I can go first. Okay, please roll it onto this so that there's not just a bunch of clacking. Trip. Okay, how many words are there? Okay. 
It should. Well, it's definitely more than 20, so it'll be. No, 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 no. Like one from each column. There so you go. roll it once, you get your A word. You roll yeah. it. Okay. Okay, okay. Eight. One, two, three. Craven. Okay. Wait, should we write this down? Uh, uh, I need to grab a pad. I'm using yours, Trip. Huh. Why do you never get rid of it? Oh, okay. Um. Craven? See? Craven. No, no, no. I was just confirming. I, I know how to spell it. Okay. Can you guys hear the birds in the background? Folly Fallen. F-O-L-L-Y. F-O-L-L-Y. F-A-L-L-E-N. That's how you spell folly? No, F-O-L-L-Y. Okay, Fallen. Okay. Okay, go, go. Go, go. 19. How on earth do you spell that? F. F. U. U. S. S. T. T. I. I. L. A. A. R. R. I. I. A. A. N. N. Fustelarian. Okay. Craven Foley Fallon Fustelarian. I'm so hurt, Trip. I feel like we shouldn't look up what these mean because sometimes they do and they're like wildly scary and like probably not appropriate for our PG rating, so. What rating do you think we have if we were to be assigned a rating? Probably PG. Okay. Five. No, no on here. Okay, one, two, three, four. Churlish, C-H-U-R-L-I-S-H. Okay, 12. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Dog-hearted. Can you read it in full? Turlish dog hearted baggage. Stop. <laughs> These are so upsetting. Like, why do people find this interesting? Like, I don't hear any of this in any of his plays. Or maybe I just haven't really read them. So. <laughs> Should we just do Shakespeare for the rest of the run of the podcast? Yep. It's, we should we rename it to Shakespearean pessimists and Shakespearean optimists? No, we should rename it to Fostelarian baggage. Ooh. I feel like people would not click on that though because like I have no idea what that means. Do you think Google Translate could like translate that for us? I'm sure there's an old English translator. Should we try and search up what they mean? I thought you said you didn't want to look it up. I know, but like now I do. 
Okay, I can I can try. Why is it, why is it not, oh, wait, old, old English to English translator. Have you found one that works? It's Google for Solarian. No, but that's not fun. Okay. Craven. so I can write down what it means. Word was not found? What on earth does that mean? That is so rude. Okay. That was not found either. I don't know what baggage means. I will, but it sometimes has a different, I'm not looking up baggage. Are so rude. None of these words have the. Okay, did you spell it correctly? Is that where we're running in it, into an issue? Just Google it. Oh, okay. Craven Old English meaning. Lacking the least bit of courage. Lacking courage. interesting content do you want to talk wow yeah so um the other name baggage i can tell you what that means it means something that you bring with you okay shut up <laughs> okay um craven fully hot fallen thustalarian means lacking courage foolish low fellow so okay churlish Let's try that. Churlish. Ooh. Trip, keep talking. Um, yes, uh, churlish. Uh, um. I know, okay, it, not about churlish. Like, I'm looking that up right now. I'll tell you in a moment. Um. How has your life been? What have you been doing in life? Reading Shakespeare. Okay. It okay. is quite... Well, I can read what this says about Shakespeare and then Tolson. Why didn't How, you do oh, that wait. at the beginning like I asked? Oh, no. These are just instructions. 
here's a or adjective. Beady. That's beasty. Okay. Churlish, dog-hearted baggage means deliberately rude, cruel, disreputable woman. So that's what those mean. Yay. I think that's all we have to talk about. Okay, should we move on to the next segment? Should yeah. it, the name of should deliberately rude, cruel, disreputable woman be the name of this episode? No, but maybe like the insult itself. Maybe. But no one understands what that means. Okay. Okay. Jeez. Okay. And. My brother decided that he was better than this podcast and left halfway through recording. He is now gone, so I will be doing a one-person monologue of Much Ado About Nothing by Shakespeare. Okay. Uh... No, I'm not going to be doing that trip. You, you will have to listen to this episode post-production to understand what just happened. Like, actually start listening to our podcast. What an idea! Do you want to do that trip? I'm like listening to myself. Well, suck it up. <laughs> Quite frankly. Okay, let me position this back into place. I pretty much just told them how you abandoned ship during the podcast. Could wait till afterwards. Okay. Um, it's gonna take a while to scroll down. Uh, act two, scene two. So, tell us about your personal life, Trip. No. Why not? Do you wanna talk about our personal information? You did have a lot last episode. You could do it again. Do you just want to, like, dox us? Like, home address, social security number. Scene two. Okay, I found it. Ooh, we need to pull up the pad to keep track of who's who. What is the date? Is it the ninth? Um, it is the ninth. Okay. Four, nine, twenty-one. Oh. W. All right. Do you want to be? Did you say four, nine, and twenty-one? Okay. So, okay. You know what? You know what? It could very well be April 9th. Who knows? Okay. Uh, do you want to be Don John or Horatio? Wait, scene two, you said? Scene two, the same. Oh, okay. Let me find it. it act two, trip? <clears throat> no, I... Right? It, did I scroll too far? That's... <clears throat> that's... That's... 
one. Well, we did it up to the fourth one, right? So We did act is- two, scene one. Last week was our final scene. Act two, scene two. Here is we where go. we're going to start today. Do you want to be Don John or Boratio? Hmm. I'll go with Don John. Okay. I'm going to put DJ for short and Boratio for me as B. Okay. Go. Don John. No. Trip. Scene two. The same. Enter Don John and Boratio. No. Okay. Boratio. Should we refer to Baracchio as Baracchio for the remainder of the episode? No. Okay, jeez. Don John, it is so. The Count Claudio shall marry the daughter of Leonardo. Boratio, ye, my lord. But ye. I can cross it. What Don is What is it supposed to say? Ye. Yeah. 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 Okay. Don John. Any bar, any cross, any impediment will be medi- medicinable to me. I am sick in displeasure to him, and whatsoever comes athwart his affection ranges evenly with mine. How canst thou cross this marriage? Horatio, not honestly, my lord, but so com- covertly, that no dishonesty shall appear in me. Don John, show me briefly how. Boratio, I think I told your lordship years since how much I am in the favor of Margaret, the waiting gentlewoman to hero. Don John, I remember. Bur- Wait, is this a year? Has it already been a year? What do you think? Okay, Boratio, I can, at any re- unreasonable instant of the night, appoint her to look out at her lady's ch- chamber window. Mm-hmm. I- I'm waiting. Don John, what life isn't that to be the death of this marriage? Boratio, the poison that lies in you to temper. Go you to the prince, your brother. Spur not to tell him that he hath wronged his honor in marrying the rena- renowned Claudio, whose estimation estimation do you do you might mightily hold hold up to a contaminated stale such as one is hero what did i say wrong trip like pretty much every word trip i'm looking at it from a distance and it's small don john what proof shall i make of that how did i Estimation. It was estimation. What? What is wrong? Whose estimation do you mightily hold up to a contaminated stale? I such said a one as hero. I said all of that. I said all of that. You're such a liar. Okay. Horatio, proof enough to misuse the prince, to vex Claudio, to undo hero and kill Leonardo. Look you for any other issue. Don John. Only to despite them, I will endeavor anything. Horatio, go, then, find me a meet hour to draw Don Pedro and the Count Claudio alone. Tell them that you know that Hero loves me. Intend a kind of zeal both to the Prince and Claudio. I'm so done with you, Trip. As 
in love in love with your brother's honor who have made this match in his friend's reputation who is just like to be cozened cozened with the semblance of a maid that you have discovered thus they will scarcely scarcely yes believe this without trial offer them instances which shall bear no less likelihood than to see me at her chamber window hear me call margaret hero hear me call margaret hero hear margaret turn me claudio and bring them to see this very night before the intended wedding for in the meantime i will so fashion the matter that hero shall be absent and there shall appear such seeming truth of hero's disloyalty that jealousy shall be called assurance and all the preparation overthrown john john grow this to what adverse issue with pan i will put it in practice be cunning in this in the working this and thy fee is a thousand ducats Horatio, be you constant in the accusation and my cunning shall not shame me don john i will presently go learn their day of marriage exempt <laughs> Okay. Scene three, Leonardo's Orchard. Enter, and do you want to be Benedict? No, I want to be boy. <laughs> okay. Boy. Benedict? Okay. Oh, okay. Scene three, Leonardo's Orchard. Enter, Benedict. Benedict. Boy. Enter, boy. Boy. Signor Benedict, in my chamber window lies a book. Bring it hither to me in the orchard. Boy, I am here already, sir. Benedict, I know that, but I would have thee hence and here again. Exit, boy. I do much wonder that one man, seeing how much another man is a fool, when he dedicates his behaviors to love, will, after he hath laughed at such shallow follies in others, become the argument of his own scorn by falling in love. And such a man is Claudio. I have known when there was no music with him, but the drum and the fife. And now had he rather hear the tabor and the pipe. I have known when he would have walked 10 mile afoot to see a good armor. And now will he lie 10 nights awake, carving the fashion of a new doubt. Dowlet? Dublin. Dublin. You should start correcting me, Trip. If you are all-knowing and you're perfect at this, start correcting me. He was wont to speak plain to the purpose, like an honest man and a soldier. And now is he turned orthography? Orthography. Orthography. His words are a very fantastical banquet. Just so many strange dishes. May I be so converted and see with the, these eyes? Is that converted, Trip? Do you have a problem with what I just said? No. I cannot tell. I think not. I will not be sworn, but love may transform me to an oyster, but I'll take my oath on it. Till he have made an oyster of me, he shall never make me such a fool. Did I say anything wrong, Trip? No. One woman is fair, yet I am well. Another is wise, yet I am well. Another virtuous, yet I am well. But till all graces be one woman, 
one woman shall not come in my grace. Did I say everything correctly, Trip? No. Rich she shall be, that's certain. Wise or all none. Virtuous or I'll never cheapen her. Fair or I'll never look on her. Mild or come not near me. Noble or not I for an angel. Of good discourse, an excellent musician, and her hair shall be of what color it please. It please God. You almost had that one. Okay, you know what? I stuttered a little bit. You're stuttering too, Trip. If if the editing software on this app was better, I would put all of the times you've stuttered while reading Much Ado About Nothing. One after one after one after one for context. But you wouldn't even hear it because you don't even listen to this. Okay. Ha! The prince and monsieur love. I will hide me in the arbor. Withdraws. Okay, one sec though. I really think that we should read the poems that inspired cats after this. You literally recommended it. If this editing software was better, I rolled a clip where you're like, do you want to read the poems from Cats? Okay. Enter Don Pedro, Claudio, and Leonardo. How are we dividing this up? I can be Don Pedro. And Claudio. And Claudio. Yep. Ah. Fine. That was not a very attractive sound. Okay. Enter Don Pedro, Claudio, and Leonardo. Don Pedro, come shall we hear this music? Trip. Yeah. Stop. Claudio, yeah, my lord. How still the evening is, as hushed on purpose to grace harmony. Don Pedro, see where Benedict hath hid himself? Claudio, oh, very well, my lord. The music ended. We'll fit the kid fox with a penny worth. Enter Balthazar with music. Should I be Balthazar? Yes. Okay. Bal... BLA. I'll just... Okay. Balthazar. Oh, good my lord. I still have another line. Don Pedro, come Balthazar. We'll hear that song again. (laughs) Okay. You know what? Balthazar. Oh, good my lord. Tax not so bad a voice to slander music any more than once. Did I say everything... Well, true. Don Pedro, it is the witness still of excellency to put a strange face on his own perfection. I pray thee, sing, and let me woo no more. Balthazar, because you talk of wooing, I will sing, since many a wooer doth commence his suit to hear he thinks what to her. Okay. <laughs> you know what? You can just be like, it's here. You don't have to be like, oh, like I just like sucker punched you. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I kind of like that. Oh, can that be a new tradition every time I screw up? I think it we'll should see. be. Okay, we'll see. Uh, to her, he thinks not more be, yet he woos. Yeah, will he swear he loves? Don Pedro, now pray thee, come. Or, if thou wilt hold a longer argument, do it in notes. Balthasar, note this before my notes. There's not a note of mine that's worth the noting. Don Pedro. What on earth does that mean? That he's stupid? 
he has nothing to say. Oh, okay. But these are very crotchets that he speaks. Note, notes, forsooth, and nothing. Air. I have no idea what air means. I'm assuming it's a cue. It's a pause. Okay, Benedict. Now, divine air. Are, are you sure about that? No. <laughs> now is his soul ravished. Is it not strange that sheep's sheep's guts should hill souls out of men's bodies? Well, a horn for my money when all's done. Break the song. Break. Oh wait, that was you! Wait, no, that was me. Balthazar. <laughs> sigh no more, ladies, sigh no more. Men were deceivers ever. What what did I say wrong? No, just continue. One foot in sea and one on shore. To one thing constant never. Then sigh not so, but let them go. And be you blithe and bonny, converting all your sounds of woe into hey naughty naughty. Sing no more ditties, sing no more of dumps. <laughs> sing, sing no mo <laughs> of dumps. So dull and heavy, the broad of men was ever so. Since summer first was leafy, then sigh not so, and see. Don Pedro, by my troth, a good song. Balthazar, and an ill singer, my lord. <laughs> Don Pedro, <laughs> no, no, faith, thou singest well enough for a shift. Benedict, and he had been a dog that should have howled thus. They would have hanged him, and I pray God his bad voice bode no mischief. I had as lief have heard the night raven, come what plague could have come after it. Don Pedro. Wait, question. What are we going to do when you go to college and I still haven't gone to college? Are we going to have you record by Zoom? How is that going to work? If we're still recording this by then, then yeah. Okay. Or I might just fire you and do it with one of my friends. Yeah, that's, that's probably more likely. I wouldn't fire you. You'd probably just not have time for it. Don Pedro. Yeah, Mary, dost thou hear, Balthazar? I pray thee, get us some excellent music, for tomorrow night we would have it at the Lady Hero's Chamber Widow. Bow. Window. Window. I said window. It was a close silent end, but I said window. Oh. Balthazar, the best I can't, my lord. I did that just for you. So you're trying to disgrace the heart? No, okay, jeez, okay. Balthazar, the best I can, my lord. Don Pedro, do so, farewell. Exit, Balthazar. <laughs> okay, you can continue. Come hither, Leonardo. What was it you told me of today that your niece Beatrice was in love with Signor Benedict. Oh, no, 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 no. I made a mistake. Oh, no. Oh. Benedict. I'm gonna... Benedict. 
You still have a lie. Claudio. Oh, I. Stock on. Stock on. The foul sits. I did never think that lady would have loved any man. Leonardo. No, nor I neither. But most wonderful that she should so dote on Signor Benedict, whom she hath in all outward behaviors seemed ever to abhor. Abhor? What did I say wrong, Trip? Auber. Auber, okay. Auber. <laughs> Mr. Benedict. Benedict. Okay. Oh, wait, Benedict isn't. Oh, wait, that I thought. See, I was referring to, like, you screwing up the name Benedict, but then it turns out I actually have a line. Okay. Benedict, is possible, sits the wind in that corner. What's wrong with is possible? Is possible. Leonardo, by my troth, my lord. Ooh. What? It's by. That's how it's pronounced. But how on earth am I supposed to know that? Why can they not put an E there? T-R-O-T-H-E. That sells throat. But the thing is, there's another word. Okay, okay. By my throat, my lord, <laughs> I cannot tell what to think of it, but that she loves him with an ingrained affection. It is past the infinite of thought. Don Pedro. Maybe she doth but counterfeit. Claudio. Faith like enough. Leonardo. Oh God, counterfeit. There was never counterfeit of passion come so near the life of passion as she discovers it. Don Pedro, why, what effects of passion shows she? Claudio, beat the hook well, this fish bite. That's kind of philosophical. Leonardo, what effects, my lord? She will sit you. You heard my daughter tell you how. Claudio, she did indeed. Don Pedro, how, how, pray you, you amaze me. I would have, I thought her spirit had been invincible against all assaults of affection. Leonardo, I would have sworn it had, my lord, especially against Benedict. But, I said Continue, continue, and so. Benedict, I should think this a goal, but that the white-bearded fellow speaks it. Knavery? Oh. <laughs> okay. Knavery. Knavery cannot. Sure. Hide himself in such reverence. Claudio. He hath tan the infection. Ooh. Hold it up. Don Pedro. Hath she made her affection known to Benedict? Leonardo, no, and swears she never will. That's her torment. Claudio, tis true indeed, so your daughter says. Shall I, says she, that have so oft encountered him with scorn, write him that I love him? Leonardo, this says she now when she is- Oh! What? This says she now. Now. 
I I said now. You said that's wrong. But you, you said didn't say no. she. You didn't say she. I said she. Yeah. I said she. This says she no when Ooh. Okay, that was because you screwed me up. This is why you should not be doing this. This says she now when she is beginning to write to him. For she'll be up 20 times a night. And there will she sit in her smock till she have writ a sheet of paper. My daughter tells us all. Claudia. Now you talk of a sheet of paper. I remember a pretty chest your daughter told us of. Leonardo. Oh, when she had writ it and was reading it over, she found Benedict and Beatrice between the sheet. Claudio, that. Leonardo. Oh, she tore the letter into a thousand halfpence, railed at herself, that she should be so immodest to write one that she knew would flout her. I measure him, says she, by my own spirit, for I should flout him if he writ to me. Yeah. <laughs> Thought I love him. I should. Oh, though I love him. Okay, okay. Though I love him, I should. Claudia. Then down upon her knees, she falls, weeps, sobs, beats her heart, tears her hair, prays, curses, oh sweet Benedict, God give me patience. Leonardo, she doth indeed, my daughter says so, and the ecstasy has so much overborne her that my daughter is some time afeard she will <laughs> do a desperate outrage to herself. It is very true. Don Pedro. It were good that Benedict knew of it by some other if she will not discover it. Claudio, to what end? He would make but a sport of it and torment the poor lady worse. Don Pedro, and he should. It were an alms to hang him. She's an excellent sweet lady, and out of all suspicion, she is virtuous. Claudio, and she is exceeding wise. Don Pedro, in everything but in loving Benedict. Leonardo, oh, my lord, wisdom and blood combating in so tender a body. We have ten proofs to one that blood hath the victory. I am sorry for her, as I have just cause, being her uncle and her guardian. Don Pedro, I would she had bestowed this dotage on me. I would have daft all other respects and made her half myself. I pray you, tell Benedict of it, and hear what ah uh, will say. I, what ah, uh, what ah uh, will say. What ah uh, will say. <laughs> okay. Leonardo, were it good, thank you. Claudio, Hero thinks surely she will die, for she says she will die if he love her not, and she will die ere she make her love known and she will die if he woo her rather than she will be one breath of her accustomed crossness don pedro she doth well if she should make tender of her love tis very possible he'll scorn it for the man as you know all hath 
a contemptible spirit, Claudio. He is a very proper man. Don Pedro. He hath indeed a good outward happiness, Claudio. Before God, and in my mind, very wise, Don Pedro. He doth indeed show some sparks that are like wit, Claudio. And I take him to be valiant, Don Pedro. As Hector, I assure you, and in the managing of quarrels, you may say he is wise, for either he avoids them with great discretion, or undertakes them with a most Christian-like fear. Leonardo, if he do fear God, ah, must necessarily keep peace. If he break the peace, he ought to enter into a quarrel with fear and trembling. Don Pedro, and so will he do, for the man doth fear God, howsoever, it seems not in him by some large jests he will make. Well, I am sorry for your niece. Shall we go seek Benedict and tell him of her love? Claudio, never tell him, my lord. Let her wear it out with good counsel. Nay. Oh, oh. Okay. Leonardo, nay. That's, impo- That's impossible. She may wear her heart out first. Don Pedro, well, we would hear further of it by your daughter. Let it cool the while. I love Benedict well, and I should could. <gasps> oh! Wish he would modestly examine himself to see how much he is unworthy so good a lady. Leonardo, my lord, will you walk? Dinner is ready. And Claudio, if he do not dote on her upon this. I will never trust my expectation. Don Pedro, let there be the same net spread for her, and that must your daughter and her gentlewoman carry. The sport will be when they hold one an opinion of another's dotage and no such matter. That's the scene that I would see, which will be merely a dumb show. Let us send her to call him in to dinner. Exeunt. Don Pedro, Claudio, and Leonardo. Benedict, coming forward. This can be no trick. The conference was sadly born. They have the truth of this from Hero. They seem to pity the lady. It seems her affections have their full bent. Love me. Why? It must be requited. Whoa. What? <laughs> That's a long I because there's an E after the T. It's pronounced requited. I said requited! It's more like requited, but it's not like I. It's requited, not requested. I said requited! Like requited! Requited! But you're doing tid, not I said requited. 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 That's okay. Requited. <laughs> that is much. literally what you just told me to do. Quit. I hear how I am censured. They say I will bear myself proudly if I perceive the love come from her. They say too that she will rather die than give any sign of affection. I did never think to marry. I must not seem proud, happy. Are they that hear their 
interactions and can put them to mending. They say the lady is hair. Tis a truth. I can bear them witness and virtuous. Tis so. I cannot reprove it and wise, but for loving me, but I my troth. Troth <laughs> is no addition to her wit, nor no great argument of her folly, for I will be horribly in love with her. I may chance have some odd quirks and remnants of wit broken on me, because I have railed so long against marriage, but doth not the appetite alter? A man loves the meat in his youth that he cannot endure in his age. So quips and sentences and these paper bullets of the brain awe man from the career of his humor. No, the world must be peopled. When I said I would die a bachelor, I did not think I should live till I were married. Here comes Beatrice. By this day, she's a hair lady. I do spy some marks of love in her. Enter Beatrice. I enter Beatrice. Beatrice. Against my will, I am sent to bid you come in to dinner. Benedict. Fair Beatrice, I thank you for your pains. Beatrice. I took no more pains for this thankful than you take pains to thank me. If it had been painful, I would not have come. Benedict. You take pleasure, then, in the message? Beatrice. Yeah. Just so much as you may take upon a knife's point and choke a daw withal. You have no stomach, senor. Fare you well. Trip. Are you. Ooh! Benedict. Ha! Against my will, I am sent to bid you come in to dinner. There's a double meaning in that. I took no more pains for those things than you take pains to thank me. It's took. You said. Then you took pains to thank me that's as much as to say any pains that i take for you is as easy as things if i do not take pity of her i am a villain <laughs> if i do not love her i am a jew i will go get her picture exit no excellent this is just one character. We need to sue Shakespeare. Do you think we can do that? Alright. Do you have any thoughts? Nope. That's the podcast. No, oh, no, no. We're still doing it. Don't get me started. Trip. What were your thoughts about? I know this was a lot of fun. Um, that we read about the the, the thing that we I mean, read. it's nothing that new, if I'm going to be honest. This such is such a slow. Yeah. It's basically just saying, oh, I exist. Indeed That's you so do. That's so cute. Oh my god, we're flirting with each other. I exist. Do you think I exist? I exist. Okay. Okay, thanks no. for listening. No, no, Trip. We're still doing... Don't get me started, but I will end it for editing purposes and then start a new segment, okay? Don't get me started on Romeo and Juliet. Trip. 
repeat that sentence and then speak about Romeo and Juliet for as long as possible. No, you should go first. I think you should. No. Uh, see, I think you should. <laughs> okay, five, four, three, two, one. Don't get me started on Romeo and Juliet. This play by Shakespeare talks about um, a person named Juliet who falls in love with a person named Romeo. However, some people believe that it's not true love. It's just because they're both teenagers and they don't like each other, but they want to feel rebellious because their families hate each other. Juliet comes from a slightly upper class portion of her family, and so does Romeo, but he doesn't show it that much in the play because a lot of his friends are people who are poorer, which makes him seem like a lower class in the Shakespeare play, even though that's not exactly how it works. Yeah, um, and he talks with, um, a father to get poison about halfway through, and he kills himself. Why does he get- No, he doesn't, oh, Mike, instant concession, you lose, Mike. Uh, anyway, he continues to go through, and he- this was fun. A minute 36. Okay, let's see if I can beat that. Oh. Okay. Don't get me started about Romeo and Juliet. The other day, I was in English class, and my English teacher decided to ask all of her students what we should do for the rest of the year because she is experiencing a bit of burnout. And she said that one of her ideas was to watch films about different issues around the world and have a discussion afterwards. And for some reason, I decided, what if we watched Romeo and Juliet? I was very quickly embarrassed as all of my classmates turned around and started screaming about how much they hate Shakespeare, to which I had to admit I actually like Shakespeare to a bunch of 15-year-olds. The play itself is about two teenagers who are sort of in love, and I'd agree with my brother in that they are trying to be rebellious. The thing is, their families are very conflicting and do not get along, very much like the Medici family and another family in Italy, which I'm studying in art history. One of them actually throws the other off of a roof that they commission. Anyways, the Medici family house actually has benches at the bottom of their house so that it sort of feels to the citizens of Italy like, ooh, could I like reside here? Like, ooh, they're with the people. But in actuality, it's very much separated from the actual Medicis because they're scared of being killed because they did not get their money in ethical ways to the best of my understanding. Okay, Speaking Gigi. of, it's literally <sighs> one thirty-three. Okay, that automatically, okay, I still want to keep going though. Fine, I won though. I won. You admit it though, right? I won. No, you can't really stop. How? How did I stop? Okay, good game. How did I stop? Because like I interrupted you and then you started talking about something not wrong. Yeah, and I 
actually, that's not college barbecue. Yeah, you that won. Okay, good God, game. That's how it works. I won. Bye.